Welcome to Commons and Chronicles, the podcast where we talk about all the best creative commons and reusable open game license content. If you need resources for your creative writing, game design, or you just love lore, Commons and Chronicles is for you. Hey everyone, this is Klaatu. We're going to continue the stories of the gods of Porphyra. Now, if you don't have a copy of The Gods of Porphyra, you can purchase one if you want. It's by Purple Duck Games. You can find it on drive through rpg.com slash product slash 102872. It's right now the soft cover uh, book, the the actual physical book is 898, and a PDF is a mere 746. That's as of today. That They have a lot of sales on that site, so it could go up or down as time goes by, but definitely check it out. It's a great little volume to have. Today we're going to talk about Nice, N-I-S-E. I'm assuming that it's Nice and not Nice. So Nice is a chaotic neutral goddess, and in order to fully grasp her story, we should probably revisit someone we've already discussed, the neutral evil goddess Lavalia. We've done an episode on Lavalia before, so if you want the full refresher, you can go back and listen to that. But for now, let's just remind ourselves that Lavalia was the neutral evil goddess, started out as a handmaiden to the gods, and she worked really hard. She was their best handmaiden, did a lot of liaising between gods and their agent, and she picked up a lot of information as she went along, and eventually she was derided by the god of war at the time, Bral, B-R-A-A-L, and she felt angry at having been derided and, and ended up betraying uh, several of the gods and becoming a goddess herself, but it was a fairly cataclysmic event. That's just something that you can keep in mind as we go along the story of Nice, and you'll see why it's important pretty soon. So Nice is called the Sister of Battle, the Storm Maiden, or the Pain Mistress. She's the goddess of war, weather, and blood. Her worshippers are pirates, sailors, and soldiers. Her alignment is chaotic neutral. Her domains are air, war, water, and weather. Her subdomains are blood, ice, storms, and wind. Her favored weapon, appropriately, is the cutlass, and her favored animal is the seahawk, for which her her personal galleon is um, is named. Or actually, I'm sorry, it's not a galleon; it's a longboat. So her legend starts with the god of war, her father. Bral, B-R-A-A-L. He was the primitive god of war from way, way back, and he he doesn't exist in your current campaign setting. He was he was before Nice. I mean, obviously he was her father, but but he didn't make it over into the through the calling into the into your current campaign setting. Nice took that domain or his his domains uh, when when the gods came to. Porphyra, or whatever your setting is. So, as a younger goddess, Nice adored her father, just loved to sit and hear him tell tales of heroic valor when the cosmos was still young, and he would tell her stories that weren't even in the divine record, and I guess, in a way, there's probably some question as to whether those stories are then... 100% 100% true, or if they were embellished a little by a little bit by Brawl, 
or 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 whether they were true but either way they his stories would end up influencing mythologies of myriad worlds he recalled things like forging different worlds and battling monumental threats to the very fabric of reality such as the the battle against mal the destroyer of worlds and lavalia would just would just follow him around and learn from him and everything he did was 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 wonderful but she did have one secret from her beloved father and that was that she had another love she loved someone very much that she didn't tell her father about and this someone was lavalia the handmaiden to the to the gods lavalia and nice would sneak off together and nice would reiterate the, the stories that her father had told her to lavalia she took lavalia into the inner sanctum of the heavens showed her the source of the power of the true gods she shared the power of the gods with lavalia and and they were lovers and it was to lavalia that she turned when brawl was judged for his his crimes against the world's gods and in lavalia that she found solace when he was sentenced to be dispersed into the void you can imagine how nice felt when she discovered that lavalia herself was at the root of her of her father's downfall and and had in fact even stolen nice's god powers and uh, immortal essence uh, in order to become a god herself and it was only through brawl's sacrifice that nice still exists today he gave his of his own essence to revive her so nice cradled her father as he faded from existence her tears flooding the mortal realm as lavalia's demons flooded heaven nice's celestial longboat the sacred seahawk rode the tide of sorrow and regret to this reality when the harvest moon rises full and blood red mortals call the blood on the moon nice's tears the clergy of nice's church are mostly women almost exclusively women they are organized in a militaristic regimented fashion at the top level is a priestess and she's called the canoness below her are the domina and each domina then commands mistresses of battle the remainder of the clerics are known as knight sisters unless you've not bled in battle for any cause in which case you are an aspirant sister board ships which is pretty common since uh, both sailors and pirates there's a pretty good contingency of those within the Nisian congregation a Nisian clergy is is known as the ships a ship sister so if your name is Gilsepany then you might be called for instance ship sister domina Gilsepany depends on your rank obviously but you would be called ship sister to everyone aboard the clergy of Nice advise and encourage warriors on pretty much any side of of a battle uh, they're, they're not too partial to a nation unless you're a very lawful oriented nation nisians don't really do well under very strict chains of command ironically since their church itself is is pretty well organized but in terms of governance and things like that they they don't tend to favor the the very strict lawful sort of ruler They've been known to command pirate fleets, 
so it's not completely out of the question for a Nisian cleric to be a pirate, to, to lead a, a group of pirates, a band of pirates. Spell preparation. This is probably some of the darkest spell preparation that we've seen yet. You are expected to sacrifice a small animal, or at least uh, pay a blood tithe from some self-inflicted cut while you are doing your ritual for your spells. It's it's an emotional ceremony that it's very rare for a Nisian cleric to not weep during her prayers. The clergy consider the blood moon a good omen. It's a very holy night if there is a blood moon, and they often make a more significant blood sacrifice when there's a blood moon in order to honor the pain of their goddess. There are two religious traits for followers of Nice. There is blooded, you relish the blood spilled in battle, be it your opponent's or your own. You gain a plus two trait bonus to confirm critical hits against an opponent that has wounded you. The arm of Nice. The heady smell of battle and blood gives speed to your sword arm. If you are at less than half your full hit points at the start of your combat, you gain a plus three trait bonus to initiative. And that's all we've got on Nice from the books from the book Gods of Porphyra. Nice and Lavalia, if you'll recall from the Lavalia episode, their churches actually get along quite well. They're they're not at odds at all, and in fact they they kind of work together on, on in a lot of in a lot of things. They they actually share resources. So even though Nice was was essentially betrayed by Lavalia, uh, something obviously got amended because they they aren't mortal enemies, and in fact they're they 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 seem to be quite good friends still. I really like the sense of pain and misery and betrayal and all these kinds of very negative and yet um, energetic, I guess, feelings that Nice takes domain over. She'd be a really great goddess for a lot of different things, right? There, there are tieflings who I could see following Nice just for that sense of pain, you know, constant pain. Pain and not not physical pain, obviously, but but pain from the world around you, from from people and and groups of people not loving you comes pain, and then that pain motivates you to do something. So that kind of powerful pain, I I, I think she she definitely embodies that, and her spell ritual involving a sacrifice of either a small animal or of your own blood, that's pretty intense, it's pretty dark, and I I think that there are certain types of characters who would really fit into that into that sensibility. I'm not saying it's a good or healthy sensibility necessarily, I'm just saying that that's something that some people could identify with. At least in, in role-playing. So, She's really she's a powerful goddess in that sense. I think she's also very powerful because she is a, the goddess of of battle, of war. So she's super powerful actually, and I, I don't think her legend, the, the the backstory that we got, doesn't really capitalize on that. It kind of glosses over the fact that 
She's the freaking goddess of war. She's the most worshipped in a sense. She's the most worshipped goddess probably in the known universe. I mean, that's that's what war is, if, if you look at it that way. War is essentially worshipping a, a deity uh, of that domain, of war, and that's what she is. So she's got to be a powerful goddess, and maybe the fact that she lacks hubris is deceptive maybe that maybe she's more powerful than she lets on and maybe her followers maybe they um, concentrate on the sense of pain and loss and and betrayal and and all that stuff that 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 comes across in her legend and maybe she's up to some other stuff maybe she's thriving because Obviously, you're not going to stop humans from fighting each other, or or any <laughs> humans, dwarves, whatever. They're not going to stop fighting one another, all these different races. So war is a very, very powerful currency, and and the goddess who cashes in on it must be super powerful herself. And I, so for that reason, I I think she could be pretty much and you know a, just a a natural fit for for any given barbarian fighter you know just any adventurer who really likes the part about fighting this this would be perfect for them and of course she doesn't have a specific race she's not necessarily a human goddess so she could any any race could adopt nice as their own which i think is is pretty cool that's it for nice so the next one we'll talk about is ul ul the last of the chaotic neutral gods until then thank you for listening that's it for this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Klaatu. You can reach me uh, via email at klaatu at member.fsf.org. You can also usually catch me in IRC as not Klaatu. I'm on the Freenode Network. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.